pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on what is a very hot Monday. My goodness, depending on where you are, temperature could feel as high as 100 degrees inland, and it's going to be hot. However, the weather is, this is still good gardening weather, especially in the morning and nighttime. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, stop in and see them, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It is Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Listen, this is the, the, um, the week, 4th of July week. Next weekend, coming up this weekend, I should say, 4th of July weekend. Want to make sure that your property looks the best it can. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Remember, right now they have an, um, annuals, flats, annuals, four, six-inch pots. They have the beautiful 12-inch patio pots, large selection of perennials, vegetables and herbs, trees and shrubs, landscape materials, screen loom, mulch, dark pine, black, hemlock, crushed stone, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. And they're right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. This is a good week. We're going to have um, some rain later in the week. So although it's warm out, you could still plant at night or in the morning. And then this weekend, we are going to get some some rain. Or you want to make sure that your home is decorated. Maybe you're going to be having a, a cookout this weekend for the 4th of July. Folks, stop it and see them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have uh, great tree shrubs, anything you can think of. And... The service is just tremendous. Well, good afternoon. I want to say welcome in everybody tuning in on our live stream that we do. We do it this hour. And then when there's breaking news, it's uh, the Facebook page, which is John DePietro Show on Facebook. Find me if you're there. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. Not a COVID cough. <coughs> it's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And you can um, find the program that way and interact with others that are watching. You can uh, make sure you click the like button, share it. Again, there are developments with the um, shooting. You know, I just want to mention, though, I just noticed on Twitter that our friend Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe just put out that Greg's has announced that for the time being, they're going to suspend breakfast. Greg's restaurants, which are certainly a mainstay, uh, successful um, restaurant chain here in Rhode Island, they're going to be suspending breakfast for a while. And, folks, the... um, I mean, the whole element of this, again, comes into play. <clears throat> See, this is where it really hurts the small businesses because the reason they're suspending it is not because there's a shortage of people that want to go out to breakfast. There's a worker shortage. They simply can't get people to uh, work for them for breakfast. To all our loyal customers, temporarily pausing our breakfast service. Hope to have a return sometime in the fall. So that's Greg's restaurant. Now, the problem is people fall into different routines, right? They do. And they'll start to go somewhere else. This is a problem that how many people, instead of going to work at Greg's restaurant for breakfast. Now, President Biden says you need to pay them more. That's not it. There's a lot of people that normally would work at Greg's and work breakfast. But they're finding, wait a minute, the government's going to pay me just as much or maybe a little bit less if I just stay home. So you know what? I don't want to get up and get out of I don't want to get out of bed and go work Greg's for breakfast. I don't need to. The government, President Biden, is gonna pay me to just lie in bed and not do it. So now a problem for Greg's is folks, you know, and anyone in the restaurant, well, there there are people that, you know, once a week, there are people they meet for breakfast with friends or family every Wednesday or every Friday. Friday or whatever it may be. And suddenly now, maybe they'll go somewhere else. Maybe there's some people that, you know, early morning golfers. And then afterwards, they go and they have breakfast at Greg's or business meetings. And many times uh, you go there for breakfast and then the people say, I'll tell you what, why don't we meet here for lunch next Wednesday? Or, hey, look at the menu. That dinner looks delicious. Maybe I'll come here, whatever it may be. So it all starts to filter down. This is all because of, and this is big. You know, the fact is, it's not as if people just stop going out to breakfast. Now, the consumers will find other places to go. So this hurts a lot of the chains who could then absorb more of the cost. And then they start to welcome in all these people that normally would go to Greg's for breakfast. And then it hurts their lunch. 
and then it hurts their dinner. And all these people that have the summer off and they're saying, I'm going to enjoy July and August. And then I'll, I guess, if the government forces me to, I'll go back to work in September. The question is, will those jobs even be available in in September? So that's that that is one of the problems of when you, you know, when Biden's saying I and I hate the whispering. There's six months in, right? Six months in. And I, I can't stand this administration. First of all, she is the lightest lightweight we've ever had as VP, rivaling Dan Quayle. And, you know, as much as, you know, what's amazing is look at also the disparity in the media was relentless on Sarah Palin, who was just the nominee to be John McCain's VP. Kamala Harris gets a complete free pass by most of the media. All she does is laugh and giggle. And she was created. She's not She's not a serious candidate. She tried to run for president. It was a disaster. She dropped out, and now they've invented her as this. She's not thoughtful. She's not serious. She's terrible on her feet. She should not be in the job. And he, I, I just, and it's nothing against the guy. And I'm not going to say that he's senile or some of this other stuff. I think that's really insensitive to do to, there are some people who, you know, deal with, with dementia uh, and deal with Alzheimer's. And <clears throat> that's, um, so I think it's unfair to do it that way. He's definitely fading and he's not the individual he was from, year, you know, years ago. <clears throat> but, um, but I think it's unfair to, you know, I think that's mean to do, to say that, um, that he, you know, he has Alzheimer's and, and things like that. I think it's, it's unfair to, to say that and characterize him like that. Now, folks, I do want to mention right now at 1213 on this very warm Monday, Maybe you're sitting there and you're sweltering and you're starting to realize that this is the beginning of what's going to be a very hot summer. You have a chance right now to pick up the phone and call R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562, Look for him on Facebook. It's Coogie. Listen, he'll get your cooling working properly or maybe you want to explore central air. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for him on Facebook and the website is recooganheating.com. Remember, it's plumbing, cooling. It is heating, but right now people are thinking more about cooling. Go with Coogie. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call him today. 732-6562. 731-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Now, folks, you heard me mention the website. We have a lot of exclusive stories up and video. Don't forget to Petro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesit Inn. There's a link right at the website, the Coesit Inn, and a full menu available. They have the biggest bar. They have a great menu. Stop off and see them. 226 Coesit Avenue in West Warwick. Nicely air-conditioned. The Coesit Inn. And there's something on the menu for everyone. So, <coughs> excuse me, folks. So this business, and I want to point out, there are, um, there are other governors who are, in fact, there are other governors who are, in fact, <clears throat> um, deciding that they're not going to just take this money and hurt businesses. Like we have said, um, if once people, if you pay people to stay at home, if you pay people not to work, guess what's going to happen? They're not going to work. And they're just going to stay at home. And then you're going to start to see it. You know, this is Greg's announcing no more breakfast. Why? They don't have the workers for it. It's as simple as that. They don't have the workers for it. They don't have enough workers. It is it is ludicrous <clears throat> that we have a worker shortage and the unemployment is higher than the national average. Is higher than the national average, the unemployment. So... <clears throat> Um, that, that, that makes no sense at all. But this is what happens. Now, a big problem I also have is the fact that the fact that the government um, is, is trying to right now 
um, dictate on whether or not they're going to continue to pay people to just stay at home. And, and if they do that, then if they're going to pay people to just stay at home, then they're not going to go into work. And Greg's is a good example of that. So if, if in fact you do that and you're paying people, and this is just, you know, this is dramatic that Greg's has to um, make this announcement that, you know, we're going to have to close for breakfast. And there's other businesses that are saying <clears throat> that we, we can't be open late. We can't be open for the hours that they want to be open. And if you're going to do that. So this is now Governor McKee, I believe he's going to be a meeting with the media tomorrow. And so uh, that is something I'm going to address. The problem, folks, and again, good afternoon at 1217. I'm going to get to we have new information about the shooting in West Greenwich. And I'm going to address that in just a moment. But um, I, I want to just remind people that. Is as hot as it is, this is still a perfect time to get some work done around your house. And J. Perry Paving, remember, they pro- uh, provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, general masonry projects. J. Perry Paving, call them today. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Now, call them for a free quote. They're also on Facebook. Get a free quote. Maybe you want your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Call them today. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. And remember... If you're a veteran, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. And they're licensed and insured contracting company. And why not get, you know, that's a nice improvement to your home, which is to pave your driveway. Learn the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway J. Perry Paving, 732-1730, 732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Now, folks, the names have been released. I want to just touch on this situation in West Greenwich. And this is going to be even more damaging than I think a lot of people realize. But the off-duty shooting. So we have a statement. Now, later today, the attorney who's representing three youths. He released a statement June 23rd, last Wednesday night, Route 3, West Greenwich, Rhode Island, Dominic Vinson, 18 years old, Vincent Greco, 18 years old, Joseph Greco, 17 years old. So you have the driver and then two brothers, victims of a deadly, unwarranted attack by Daniel Dolan, police officer with Pawtucket, Rhode Island Police Department. Dominic was shot. Three boys were terrorized at the hands of Daniel Dolan. The boys are represented by James Howe. Howe has been called upon, Howe has called upon the Office of Attorney General Peter Narona, the state police and the West Greenwich Police to release all investigatory material. Evidence has been uncovered by this office that implicates Pawtucket Police Officer Daniel Dolan and other incidents of brutal and violent arrest for which the Pawtucket Police City of Pawtucket were aware prior to June 23rd, 2021. Now, folks, there is going to be a press briefing. And they are going to uh, address the media. Now, if I'm going to wait, but if these youths are the ones I think, um, this is, I, I don't understand what's taking so long with Attorney General Peter Narona. And unless, if he's saying, well, we got to go to a grand jury, and let me just explain something. For those that have not followed it, Because I've heard from people have these odd reactions to the use of deadly force. Do people understand the use of the use of deadly force? Do people understand the use of deadly force? Now, look at the video that we have posted on the website, dipetro.com. 
And people have commented, well, I need to wait and see what happened on the highway. Irrelevant. Well, I need to see if there was a lengthy criminal record of the individual he shot. Irrelevant. Folks, look at the video. The white truck pulls over and cuts off the black Audi. The black Audi is retreating. There's no weapon found. No weapon found in the car with the teens. This, it doesn't, it's irrelevant what happened on the highway. And I'm not convinced anything did happen on the highway. But if there is a robbery, and a, 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 I'm just going to use an example. And the assailant, the criminal, has a pistol or a shotgun, whatever it is. And he does the robbery. When he goes out, if the officer says, drop the weapon and raise your hands, and he complies, and there's no threat, the officer doesn't have the right to then shoot the person. These people saying, well, I'd have to see. Listen, I, even if they did wave a gun at him, which, again, there was no weapon found in the automobile where the youths were. Well, maybe they threw it out. I mean, now they're just like making stuff up. There's no reason to believe that. Well, maybe they had a criminal record. They don't have a criminal record. But even if they did, the instance where someone goes up, an officer, off-duty, mind you, and discharges the weapon, that is use of deadly force. It is not when an 18-year-old kid with another 18-year-old and a 17-year-old are trying to flee the scene because they were going to pick up a pizza. And the officer jumps on the hood of the car, reaches around and shoots the driver. This is like an absolute insanity. And someone said to me, oh, I thought you backed the blue. Yeah, I do back the blue when it makes sense, when they're doing the job, when it's reasonable. This is beyond unreasonable. Well, I'd have to see what happened. On the, it's irrelevant what happened. <clears throat> what are you talking about? That video is all you need to see. I'll go even. Let's just say there was a weapon. There wasn't. Let's just say there was a weapon in the car. He pulls them over. Right. He shoots the driver. They flee. They stop farther down the road, quarter mile down the road in front of this a, a liquor store called Big Liquor or something like that. Um. Officer Dolan of Pawtucket got out, stood by his truck and started smoking a cigarette. Did he say, whoa, 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 they got a gun in the car? No. Did he say, hey, we have to apprehend them? No. Did he continue with whatever the hell he was doing? No. Did he render aid? No. If they were this criminal dangerous threat, the threat didn't end when they landed at the liquor store. They still would have been dangerous. None of that was done. But I'm just amazed that, you know, one thing about social media is... It forces you, meaning me or one, to interact with people you would never interact with. And these people that just come up with, let's wait until all the facts come out. What are you talking about all the facts come out? That's, that's the investigation right there. Well, I need to know what happened on the highway. Whatever happened on the highway is irrelevant. Let's say I'll even play better for the doubt. They were flipping them off. They threw a bottle at them. They waved a pistol. <coughs> Even if that happened, why didn't he call 911? Why didn't he say, stop, halt, hey, they got a weapon in the car? Let's say they, what would be the instance? Someone said maybe they had a kidnapping going on in the back seat. That is insanity. What? Now we're just making things up. Oh, the two 18-year-olds kidnapped. Hey, maybe a Martian came down and they took the form of the body of the police officer. Like, what is wrong with people? That video is all you need to see. Well, I need to know what happened on the highway. That whatever happened on the highway is irrelevant. In that moment, they didn't have a weapon. They hadn't even committed a crime. He's off duty in a truck. He gets out, gun drawn. Are they going at him? No. Is he, how is he going to even say he didn't know that there was the video camera at the Wicked Good Pizza? I don't know why, how he would know that. I heard he just moved to that area. But guess what? They had a video camera that captured the whole thing. <clears throat> Granted, they go out of scene, but what are you talking about? This Pawtucket police officer is very off duty, by the way. Shoots an unarmed 18-year-old. Jumped on the hood, reached around reached around and shot in. What are you, out of you, completely lost his mind. And then I get, oh, I thought you backed the blood. Yeah, when it's justified, right? I'm not going to, 
you know, you, there's no way to justify this. <clears throat> there's no reasonable explanation. If there was a reasonable explanation, we would have heard it. But I'm just amazed. I, I'm telling you that if, if those three youths in West Greenwich, I'm telling you, folks, if they were black, three African-American youths, boom, he would have been, the cop would have been in cuffs that night. Press conference the next day. This is, but here it is Monday. I don't know where Attorney General Peter Neroner is. Still waiting on that. Still haven't heard anything from him on that. Ludicrous. What are they waiting for? Now, and I hear these other people. Well, the Dolan family, they're a nice family in Pawtucket. He's got brothers, an uncle, and the father. Hey, listen, I think all of that is terrific. And it also fits the pattern that a lot of law enforcement, police and fire, it's, you know, the grandfather was someone, and then the uh, father and the uncle. There's a lot of that that goes on. But we're talking about his last Wednesday. An off-duty Pawtucket officer ends up shooting an unarmed teen. But what I am amazed at is people, and then people that say, well, I'm just saying I need to know what happened on the highway. Well, again, I come back to what would have had to have happened? What would have had to have happened that would have justified him shooting the driver? Because I'm trying to play it out. What would have had to have happened that he would have justified that when he cut them off and then leaped out with the gun drawn and then they're going to go. I, you call 911 or you pursue the way he looked like he was pursuing them. But why was he firing? Was he in danger? No. Was there anyone in the car in danger? No. Then what are you talking about? Well, I need to see all that. That is the evidence. That is the evidence. You know, folks, many times with these cases, they're not, a, not as complicated as people want to make them out to be, such as, I'll go to one of the most famous murder cases of all time, O.J. Simpson. Police arrive at the scene of Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman. There's a glove right there on the ground at the murder. And then what do they find on Simpson's property? Another bloody glove. Let me ask you a question at 1228 on this Monday. Was it ever more complicated than that? When you step back, was there ever anything we really needed to know other than that? Ever? No. No, that was it. For most people, most reasonable individuals, that's really all you needed to know. Any member, any really skilled, uh, experienced law enforcement expert, that, that is all you really need to know was right there. And then everything else that got thrown in was all a distraction. Because, you know, the biggest thing about, and I, maybe some people won't get the analogy, but the thing about the Simpson glove was, you know, well, Furman planted the glove, did he? Right. So he would have had to go on there, picked up a glove and dropped it there and planted it. And at that time, he had no idea if O.J. Simpson had a valid alibi, solid tight. He, he didn't know where Simpson was, had been. There's no way you plant that glove when you, you don't, for all he knows, he plants the glove. And then all of a sudden, he <clears throat> comes back. And realizes like, well, that's odd. Huh. He was at the home of a police officer. Or he was at this party. Or he was out of town the whole time. There's no way. You know why he didn't plant the glove? Because Simpson dropped the glove. The O.J. Simpson case, for everything that has been built around that, at its core, is actually pretty simple. It was. And they caught him. Shoe prints. Right. Ron Goldman surprised him, um, dropped the glove, more of a struggle, took longer than he thought. Limo drive arrived. Therefore, he was delayed getting back. Everything. And then you have everything else thrown in with all this, you know, the friend and drugs and it was corrupt police. And the, but 
at its core, it really wasn't a complicated case. And at this, you know, I, I just don't understand these people trying to say, well, I need to, you know, maybe there was a kidnapping in process in, in uh, going on. Or maybe something happened. And maybe they, do you understand the use of deadly force? This, I can't stress this enough, this off-duty Pawtucket officer, Daniel Dolan. And I have a photo of him, several actually, on the website, Dimitro.com. Folks, he jumped on the hood, unarmed 18-year-old. They're going to get a pizza, and wicked good pizza to watch the NBA playoffs. He, he easily could, what, what, he could have shot and killed the driver, who then is behind the wheel, who then could have lost control of the car. That is a two-lane road. They could have crossed over to the median, boom, three dead, and then who knows who's in the car there. This guy is lucky beyond belief. And then he goes and follows them, gets out. Does he say, that's right, officer, check it. They had a gun in the car. They did this. No. I I, I mean, it's just absurd. It is. And that is a big story to watch. Now, also, I'm going to talk about um, this whole situation regarding that the disgracefulness of this Black Lives Matter activist who is turning away from the national anthem. I'm going to get to that in a moment. But, folks, right now at 1232, I want to remind you and I want to appeal to if there's someone listening, if you were involved with an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, or a slip and fall, workplace injury, the person you need, a fighter, you need Jack Calvino. Call today, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, dog bite, Fight back, call Jack. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400. Do you know someone, maybe you or your family, auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury? Fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Listen, you need a fighter. I wish it was a situation... Where they just say, hey, listen, you were uh, injured and we're going to make it right and we're going to compensate you, folks. It just doesn't work that way. Fight back, call Jack, 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, again, visit the website, depetro.com. We have a lot of unique stories up, whether it's on Senator Sheldon Whitehouse it's brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call Mike Seepy and his crew. They clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. Call SOLE, Soul Source Restoration. Request a quote, quote, 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700, SOLE, Soul Source Restoration. Folks, it's John DePietro. Now, also, I do want to give an update. This, um, this situation down with the building collapse uh, this this is uh, this is really rough. One hundred fifty one still missing. Beach building turns to a mass grave. There were in the end no rescues. No rescues out of this whole thing. There's apparently one hundred and fifty one missing people that seemingly are right now somehow crushed in the rubble and you can only imagine how warm it is i mean absolutely uh brutal with what's going on down there now uh i'm reading this story was just posted police dcyf investigating after death of infant in state custody two-month-old baby temporary custody state dcyf has died overnight all right well that is obviously a breaking news story we're going to have more on that as the show goes along, I will um, touch on the situation uh, with that. And then there was that bizarre story. Um, 
uh, uh, the man charged abusing the dropped a woman and baby out of his car before a lengthy car chase. Folks, I, I'm telling you, I believe that people are just like off. People are just off. The 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 offshoots, the fallout of the pandemic. I think we're I think we're seeing it play out. I think we're play, seeing it play out in real time. With some of the actions are just not are just like not normal. I don't think. Um, this story out of West Greenwich, the uh, Peter Narona's office said that the officer was on his way home from a police detail. Uh, to adding, was attempted to detain the driver of the Audi, but remains unclear why. He's on administrative leave pending the results of the investigation. What is taking so long? Um, I, I just don't understand what what is taking so long with the investigation into that, that case. Because, again, folks, if we're going to be consistent, two-month-old child dies in DCYF custody. Ugh. Goodness. You know, there are certain situations that no matter what happens, it just doesn't seem to get. She's DCYF, Westerly Police Department conducting the investigation. Cause of death was not provided. You know, there's just certain situations that just don't seem to improve. And one of them is the Providence Schools and the other is DCYF. And I don't know all the, you know, ins and outs of the whole thing, but... There's got to be some something there that is stopping and preventing full-scale changes that are needed um, in in both departments. But I want to get to that whole business of the athlete turning her back on the flag. Hey, folks, I want to remind you also this time of year. Now, listen, it's hot. It's humid outside. Maybe you're going to have some people over next weekend, 4th of July weekend. Do you still have some uh, grime or mildew or algae growing outside your home if that's the case you want jamie's power wash now you've heard me talk about him jay freitas construction handyman services deck staining and power washing call today 401-837-4545 401-837-4545 look for him on facebook jamie's power wash 837-4545 837 837- 4545, 401-837-4545, handyman services, power wash, and also professional power washing and deck staining. His Facebook page is tremendous. He has a lot of before and afters. Folks, call him today, 401-837-4545 for Jamie's Power Wash. Get rid of uh, everything that is there. That is, it's just making, you want to get rid of the green stuffs. It can damage the property. It's Jamie's Power Wash. Call today, 401-837-4545. And you've heard me discuss him, Jay Freitas Construction, where they also, he does handyman services, also some light painting. But this time of year is really when he cranks out the power washing. And sometimes that's all you need. That's what it takes to get rid of a lot of the uh, grime and the green stains. And everything that may be on your roof or a deck or a patio or wherever it may be. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545-837-4545. Jamie's Power Wash, J. Freitas Construction. Folks, the um, situation, I just want to mention that the situation down in um, Miami is just uh, absolutely brutal. And... Let, let's just be honest. I mean, there, there's there's no way. I mean, there's just, they're saying that they're holding out hope. I want to play some of the sound. The race against time in the Florida uh, deadly building collapse. You have temporary shelters set up for them. They are literally living here as a part of this 24-7 rescue operation. Unfortunately, over the weekend, it was more recovery. The number of dead confirmed has now gone up. And you have more and more families still waiting for word about their loved ones. And there's still a rescue operation. But as they're waiting for word about their loved ones, there are also so many questions about how this could happen in the first place. 
Officials identified four more victims overnight, among them 26-year-old Luis Bermundez and his mother. As the desperate search for survivors enters its fifth day, this morning, crews and officials working around the clock, refusing to give up hope. We just need a few more miracles each day. The death toll climbed to at least nine overnight, more than 150 still unaccounted for. Crews digging a trench 125 feet long, 20 feet wide, and 40 feet deep to help with the search. And rescue teams arriving from Israel and Mexico to support the operation. Six to eight squads scouring the massive destruction at any given time, pouring through the rubble left behind after this horrifying moment of collapse. This whole section of the Champlain Towers South now gone. Twelve stories pancaking to the ground, the way the building collapsed, leaving some hope that voids or pockets of air could form in the rubble, large enough for someone to survive. I would think for the next month we could be holding out hope and trying to get through the entire wreck. And now, new questions about the Champlain Towers. The city of Surfside releasing documents from 2018 estimating the cost was $9.1 million to address issues raised in a 2018 report that found major structural damage to the concrete below the pool deck, including failed waterproofing. An engineering report from that same year identified significant structural damage to some parts of the building. But when a Surfside Building Department official met with Champlain Tower South residents just weeks after that report was released, a former resident telling NPR they were assured the building was safe. The town of Surfside said to us that the building was not in bad shape. No one ever, ever, ever told us that that building was in such bad shape. Wow. No one, no one. Now concerns growing about the tower's sister buildings nearby. These photos from Champlain Towers East showing chunks of concrete missing from columns in the parking garage. One expert tells us the damage in those images alone would not cause a complete system failure, but some residents refusing to take any chances. Fiorella Terenzi, who has lived in that building for 21 years, now leaving over fears her home could collapse and health concerns. I wanted to stay. I wanted to help the community. At the same time, the mix of dust smoke, fire, pollutants, the hair started to be very difficult for me to breathe. Also this morning, growing concerns over Champlain Towers North, similar in construction and age to the building that collapsed. Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett says they're urging people to evacuate, but not mandating it. I don't if I'd be comfortable staying in that building until I knew for sure that they had done a comprehensive top-to-bottom study on what's going on with the systems in that building. So, Robin, hope is the word here because the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, Haiti, someone was pulled out of that rubble after 27 days. 2013, Bangladesh, you had someone pulled out of the rubble after 17 days when a building collapsed there. 1995, you had a woman pulled out after 16 days after a building collapsed there. So, until otherwise noted, no matter how unlikely it may be, the fact of the matter is it's not unprecedented that after situations like this, people are found in rubble and are able to survive. So, Robin, until otherwise noted, hope. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. That's uh, that's quite... Boy, you have to be really optimistic, folks. Again, good afternoon. It's 1244. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Folks, don't forget, if you're ever in an accident... And people, regardless of time of year or weather, people are just driving. Um, listen, you know, they're wild on the roads. If you were in an accident, a lot of times there's accidents over the weekend. Someone damages your vehicle. Bring it to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Call Kenny. They'll repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition. It's West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, it's 1245 on this uh, Monday. And again, um, it is, in fact, uh, it was over the weekend, over the weekend. Let me just uh, see. Let's see. Um, 
There was a gathering with some uh, dignitaries. Senator Whitehouse is still uh, not around. Senator Whitehouse underground. Senator Whitehouse, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, because of the whole Bailey's fallout, is still kind of hiding from the media. But um, I want to play. Um, President Trump did, in fact, have put together a very, very successful rally over the course of the weekend. I want to play a little bit of sound of it. It's interesting. It was not carried as much as some people might have thought, but uh, it was in good spirit. I said, I'm going to get killed. Everybody loved it when I entered it. Everybody loved it. But we have to pay trillions. He put us immediately back without even negotiating. Just the same horrible deal. You know, China doesn't kick in for many years. Russia doesn't kick in, India doesn't kick in, but we kick in. He's pushing trillions of dollars in new spending and the largest tax hike in history. He's putting onto the American people and American industry. It's gonna be devastating. He puts America last, we put America first. It's very simple, very, very simple. We rebuilt our military, and we did so much. We did so much. Even right to try. I always mention, you know, many people are being saved with right to try. The FDA is slow as hell. I wouldn't say they love me too much. I push them very hard. But now if people are dying, they're terminally ill. Instead of going to Asia, to Europe, to other countries to try and live, which was not very successful, because we have the greatest doctors, scientists, and labs in the world. Now if somebody's terminally ill, and we have a cure that we think could be worked out good, but it's going to take four years, five years. They sign a document and they go and they take this new medication, whatever it may be. And it's been unbelievably successful. They've been trying to get it approved for 45 years. We got it approved. But many, many things, what we've done for the vets, we had a 92% approval rating with the vets. 92%. Nobody's ever had a rating like that. We turned it all around. Under our administration, America was respected again. You know, he's exactly right. Now, I also want to, folks, uh, this business of the Gwen Berry. Good afternoon at 1248. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It's very warm outside. This is a day you want to uh, be as cool as you can. So Gwen Berry, who's this big activist, supposed to be representing the United States. I don't think she should turns away hammer throw Gwen Berry turned away from the flag while the national anthem played and on this particular network the network says I'm so proud of her for doing it I'm so proud I love Gwen Berry um yeah. the hammer thrower who said mm-hmm. you're not you're not about to set me up if I don't want to participate and honor the flag or the anthem I'm not going to do it and this is not her first mm-hmm. rodeo. This is her. She she did well enough mm-hmm. there. She is on the on the stand. And you see the other thing. Look, she put that over her head at one yep. point. She had her hand on yep. her hip. She shoveled her feet. Yep. She turned away from the flag. Um, I just think you and you know, this is we're just talking about US trials, right? When yeah, they go yeah. over to the Olympics, uh, those who are going, not Serena, apparently. She can do what she wanna do too. I love her. Okay. She said he's not going. And she's not even thinking about it, so stop asking. But back to Gwen, you know, the IOC with their tone deafness and cluelessness about what it's like to be black in America basically told the athletes, You better you better not talk about oppression over here. You better not protest over here. And I just think it's lovely. I think she should moonwalk, dance, twerk, whatever she wants to do, <laughs> should she make it to the medicine. Twerk it, and then they would have, if it were me, you know I can't twerk, but I'd learn for this one. They have, who's the guy at the mm-hmm. Apollo who was somebody that's bad and he comes out with the, the little hook and t- takes him off the, that's... Sand- they have to get the Sandman to get me off, because if I want to <laughs> protest, that's what... Thank you, Gwen. How dare you oppress me, kill me, systemic racism me, and then tell me I can't even acknowledge it? Better bring on the Sandman and pay him extra, too, because I ain't getting off the stand without a fight. What, a, what an absolute disgrace. These people have no idea what they're talking about, how much things have improved in our country. They have no idea what it's like. Can you imagine? Like, somebody actually thinks that 
and they're on BNC. What is that? Uh, BNC, your daily dose of breaking news live reports. I'm unfamiliar with it, of truth. Obviously, an African-American anchor. And then you go to Fox, where you have Representative Dan Crenshaw says remove her from the Olympic team. Here we go. She turned her back on the flag during the anthem, and she also put a black T-shirt over her face that said uh, activist athlete. We don't need any more activist athletes. I, I, you know, she should be removed from the team. The entire point of the Olympic team is to represent the United States of America. It's the entire point. Okay, so you know, it's, it's, it's one thing when these NBA players do it. Okay, fine, we'll just stop watching. But now the Olympic team, and it's, it's multiple cases of this. They, they, they should be removed. That, that should be the bare minimum requirement. They're going to destroy. See the. What what is so disturbing here? And again, folks, good afternoon. It's twelve fifty one. It's Monday. It's John DePietro on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. What is what is so disturbing here is they're so selfish and self absorbed. And because of oh my, you you heard that anchor because of systemic racism. And I have a right to protest. And you're gonna can you imagine? Oh, you pull a fast one and play the national anthem. They're absolutely going to destroy the Olympics. You're supposed to be there representing your country. And if you, if, if you, number one, you certainly don't have to be on the Olympic team to do that. In order to be in the Olympics, you have to be there representing a country. You don't like this country? Go move to another country. What a just disgrace. But I want to play. I can't believe this anchor. Tell, oh, yeah, that's so classy. She should twerk. She should do whatever she wants to do because it's all about her. You're there representing. And any Olympic athlete who's been successful will tell you just the, the, the emotional moment of it, that you're standing up there representing the United States of America as you're receiving that medal. That's who you're there. You're not representing yourself. God, these people. Let me play that again. You better not protest. Oh, uh, right. I'm so proud. I love Gwen Berry. Uh, um, yeah. The hammer thrower who said, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not about to set me up if I don't want to participate and honor the flag or the anthem. I'm not going to do it. Has no idea what it's saying This is her. She, she did well mm-hmm. enough there. She is on the, on the stand. And you see. The other two, look, she put that over her head at one yep. point. She had her hand on yep. her hip. She shoveled her feet. She turned away from the flag. Um, I just think, if you, and you know, this is, we're just talking about U.S. trials, right? When yep. they go yep. over to the Olympics, uh, those who are going, not Serena, apparently. She can do what she want to do, too. I love her, okay? Right. She said he's not going. And she's not even thinking about it, so stop asking but back to Gwen, you know, the IOC, with their tone deafness and cluelessness about what it's like to be black in America, basically told the athletes, you better, you better not talk about oppression over here. You better not protest over here. And I just think it's lovely. I think she should moonwalk, dance, twerk, whatever she wants to what do. Should she make it to the medal set? Twerk it. And then they would have, if it were me, you know, I can't twerk, but I'd learn for this one. They have, who's the guy at the Apollo who was somebody that's. The fact that someone actually thinks that, the fact that someone actually thinks that and is given a platform of she's on some kind of a, a television, I think it's. Um, it's an African-American television outlet. I'm unfamiliar with them. But the fact that she actually thinks that is, is so uh, misguided. Of, of Yeah, they pulled a, a fast one with her by playing the national anthem. She was the bronze winner. She's, she doesn't have to stand up there. But you're there representing the country. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, visit the website, DePietro.com. And we have original stories and video that you can't see anywhere else. And it's brought by Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, residential, commercial, car keys, security cameras, online, allstatelock.com. Or call them at 401-349-0042, 401-349-0042, Allstate Lock. Now, this week, the General Assembly, they are still in session at the State House. They are trying to push through some gun legislation. I don't 
know if they're going to be successful. I'm not convinced that they are going to be, um, if they are, in fact, going to be successful with that. But it's also, it's going to be scorching at the state house. The state house does not have air conditioning. They're normally not in session this late. Uh, Justin Katz, who we spoke to in the first hour with um, politics this week, he was mentioning how, you know, it started to be, become routine that they mentioned that they may come back in the fall and have another session in the fall. And what I also wanted to mention, folks, and again, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on this very hot Monday. Uh, it is going to be hot for a couple of days, and then it's it should start to uh, get better midweek towards the weekend. But um, is the fact that, you know, with all this money that is flying around and all this federal money that they're talking about and pumping out, uh, they could be doing some things that would be, you know, long term. <laughs> improvement, whether it be to eliminate some costly taxes or decide once and for all they're going to make it, you know, a very attractive state for people to retire in. Instead, it would certainly seem they're just going to blow through a lot of the money with a $13 billion budget at the uh, state house. Rad ordinance in Cranston would require city to investigate complaints. The city council is scheduled to take up a rad ordinance tonight. Please charge the woman for feeding the rats. If you haven't seen it, I have the video on the website, Um The amendment ordinance would require the city to investigate all complaints and keep a record of them. Neighbors say the problem has gotten out of control. I want something done. We can't even go sit in our backyard for fear of something crawling across your feet. And she's not wrong. And the woman charged with feeding the wildlife is nuts. There is a video that shows her just throwing food out into her driveway. So, um, and it is uh, a rat problem. I hope she is going to be checked. But as someone who, I was there, folks, on the scene. And I mean, it is bad. And they are huge. They are the size of cats. And they're so brazen. But that's how many of them there are. And that's also, if you're feeding wildlife, if you're feeding rats and rodents, and they feel that comfortable, they will come out in daylight. That's how bad the problem is. Now, coming up, we're going to have the one o'clock news. We have another hour to go. I am going to play more of President Trump, his uh, weekend rally. But the this situation with this beach, this building down there, payoffs for permits. This this is could start to, um, you know, could be the tip of the iceberg. Folks, you have one hundred fifty one still missing and the death toll is up to ten. So that building just fully collapsed, and it's right near the water, and and it can't be the only one. There's no way that that was the um, that that was the only that I'm willing to say that's the only building that basically that was probably built in that way or set up in that type of way. So later today, I will be doing a Facebook Live from. There's going to be a press briefing with the three youths involved with the incident with the off-duty Pawtucket police officer. Radio-wise, folks, we have another hour to go. Good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It is a very warm Monday. It is June 28th. Next hour is the power hour. We have another hour to go. Here's what we're going to do. Right now, we're going to get an up news update with the 1 o'clock news. And then another full hour to go. Leave it right here on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM.